0: And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor podcast. Let's just take the pulse of the local market. Anything changed the last couple of weeks and what's going on locally with buying and selling homes in the area?
1: Yeah. And I think I mentioned this a little bit last weekend, but um, things have gotten crazy again. So, uh, all of those buyers that that? were waiting (laughs) oh, my goodness, waiting around, they thought the market was going to crash and, you know, waiting for interest rates to come down. You know, this past weekend or about a weekend ago, it was crazy the amount of our agents that made an offer um, that actually didn't win because they were multiple, multiple offers. One of the listings had like 90 showings and 30 offers, Um, another one had 20. 20 offers Uh uh-huh yeah another one uh, was a sight unseen offer um so not all i would say areas and zip codes are like that but especially like in mooresville oh if you're looking for a home in Mm. mooresville around 500 you better bet you are in several several multiple offer situation also chapel hill seeing the same thing so yeah different areas different pockets different price points It is a crazy market out there again. And of course, when it's multiple offers, in order to win, you have to go well above asking price. I actually know two of our agents offered on the exact same home and they both lost, unfortunately. Their clients didn't quite go high enough, even though they were great offers they presented. So it's interesting out there. So, you know, we definitely are, in that spring market um, we are still dealing with a struggle of limited inventory especially in certain locations Um, so when a home hits the market it's gone quickly so you know i would just say as a buyer be prepared have your pre-qual pre-approval letter ready to go because if you do find a home you love you want to jump on it quickly Um, and then of course take the guidance of your real estate professional with making the offer you know do we have room to negotiate or is it a multiple offer situation i know also speaking with our agent at the beach at the coast um she was she had clients in town from maine um you know and they came down here to specifically find a home home they fell in love with already had three offers on the table um and so even that market i am seeing is picking up now they actually um did not win on that home but have luckily gone under contract on another home now but yeah we're seeing kind of the same across the board from the triangle all the way to the coast that it's getting busy again out there
0: will be interesting to see how long that steam picks up or if it, it kind yeah. of spreads to more areas rather than just you know a couple of those pockets and uh, but interesting to hear i'm sure that will be kind yeah. of uh, kind of intriguing to some people listening to today's show who thought maybe things were going to continue to trend in kind of the uh, i don't i won't say negative direction but you know just downward yeah. pressure and uh, maybe not the case anymore in certain areas. So... Interesting to keep all of that in mind. Well, we're going to cover a lot of topics on today's show, Angie, because we have uh, a whole bunch of listener questions to get to, and they're from all over the spectrum in terms of buying and selling homes. So I can't wait to get all of those in today. Uh, If you've got any questions for Angie, you can always reach out and talk one-on-one by calling or texting her at 919-538-6477. So as you're listening to today's show, if you'd like to set up a time to chat, feel free to shoot Angie a text or call any time after the show as well. 919-538-6477 is that number again to call or text and i'll give that to you throughout the show today all right our first listener question of the day angie is going to come to us from claire in carrie and claire says our outdoors is kind of drab we're going to sell our house soon so do you have any tips for sprucing it up without breaking the bank to get ready to sell this spring
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think this is something that everyone should do, you know, just lively up the exterior as far as the landscaping goes. You know, add some fresh flowers in a pot if we need to uh, maybe spruce up the beds, you know, around the home. So maybe adding additional pine straw or mulch, you know, just it, it doesn't have to be a full overhaul job. I know we typically like every other year we bring in loads of mulch just you know a little bit on top so it's not again like breaking the pockets you know the bag but it's lively in it up just looks fresh. Um, Make sure of course your grass is cut it's um, trimmed Um, what is that called trimmed around the like driveway. Yeah, trimmed,
0: I think that works. Yeah.
1: For some reason it sounded funny when I said it. It does, yeah. Trimming um, trimming, I think that sounds right. Edging, edging, edging that's the edging, word I'm that's looking it. for. Yeah, edging. There we go. Yes, make sure it's edge. It Use just, the it trimmer helps. to do
0: some edging. There we go. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. Also, you know, a power wash goes a long way. Um, so those, I mean, are all things you could easily do for well under five hundred dollars and it could really help the, you know, initial viewing of the home and that wow presence as someone is arriving to your home.
0: It doesn't take much to go a long way, which is really nice. A little bit of investment can go really far, and uh, especially when we're talking about curb appeal, a little bit of, a little bit of trimming, uh, trimming of the trees and bushes. That's what we were thinking of initially. Yeah, a little trimming, little edging. Uh, we added fresh flowers when we sold our home, Angie, just like the day before or the day. Yeah. I think it was the morning of uh, our listing's beginning. I went out to uh, to you know just the local Home Depot or or Lowe's or something, and just got a bunch of you know potted plants and hanging flowers and just added fresh flowers all over the place, and it just helped really kind of add that final little touch. And it was a, I thought it was a well spent you know hundred dollars or whatever. Oh.
1: It, it re- I mean, it really does make a difference, though. It yeah. does.
0: We sold in July, so they were all dead like two days later. But they only needed <laughs> they only needed to survive for that, two days,
1: <laughs> right? And then we got under contract, right? <laughs>
0: That's right. They got yeah. they got cooked by Monday. They were they were <laughs> done for. But uh, yeah. it worked for a few days, which was good. All right, great question. Thanks for sending that one in to us, Claire. If you've got any more questions about uh, curb appeal or staging your home, Angie's always got great guidance and advice on those kinds of things, and has fantastic resources. Uh, to connect you to as well. Uh, Part of her team's mission is actually to have somebody come out, look at your home, and give you suggestions on all those things that you can do to spruce it up and with budget in mind. So if you want to, again, talk a little bit more about that, get in touch with her by calling or texting 919 538 6477 if you've got any curb appeal or staging questions all right emma has our next question in morrisville where you mentioned is a hot market right now angie emma says my husband and i want to make some renovations to our house we've been watching way too much hgtv uh, but we don't want to make any big mistakes do you have any tips for avoiding renovation mistakes for newbies
1: Yeah, you know, I I wouldn't overdo it. That would be my number one. You know, I would say focus on the smaller renovations, you know, what things can we do at a lower budget versus just major overhauls, you know, and I would also just get the guidance of a contractor and a real estate professional to make sure that the updates that you are doing and the renovations that are taking place, first of all, are, I would say not like seasonal in the sense of or kind of a fad, right? Like it's going to go out of style very quickly. And then a year from now, you'll want to make the changes again. would also make sure that you're being cost effective with your choices. Like maybe you picked one thing, but we could go a different route that looks the exact same, but it is more cost effective. I find that most people, get into issues with breaking the bank is when they open up surprises. Like maybe they open a wall and all of a sudden there's electrical issues, there's mold, you know, there's the surprises that none of us want to run into. So I would say be careful on maxing out your budget as well. Prepare for something to go wrong because it happens often. No matter what the renovation is, all of a sudden there could be a not so exciting surprise that comes about that needs attention. It must be fixed in order to continue on with your project.
0: Wasn't something I thought about, Angie, but yeah, you're exactly right. Just uh, be careful what you wish for. You get into renovation, you may uh, go in with the idea of doing one project and you end up with five because of what you find. Yeah, <laughs> yep. From that yep. renovation. exactly.
1: Exactly. So. It's fun though, you know? I mean, it is. It's another. I guess, the uh, issue most people run into is, you know, they have a budget and they just, gosh, mm-hmm. they overshoot that budget big time. It's when you have, you know, this budget but then the options are endless is so quickly to say well what's another five dollars what's another five dollars so that seems to be what I hear from most is the project they didn't stay within their budget you know so um, be cautious of what you're spending and you know with each little item because it is like a la carte it can quickly add up so if you can save in one place that's amazing don't feel like you have to always max it out because there could be these I don't know cabinet knobs you're dying to have but they're over budget and now you've gone over your budget you know completely so, so um, leave it some all wiggle room leave some wiggle yeah, room if your budget's 10k
0: room. don't plan it out to be exactly 10k maybe maybe yes. go 9k and then yes. you'll leave a little bit of room for breathing there so exactly all right our next question comes to us from sarah in chapel hill and sarah says i'm considering investing in a rental property but i'm not sure if it's the right move for me financially what are some key things to consider before investing in rental properties <laughs>
1: I mean, well, there's two ways to go, I always say, with investments. It's buy to keep or buy to flip and sell, right? So you need to decide, are you more interested in buying to keep, which is more of a long-term investment route, or buying to flip and sell, which is a quick return. Um, So you would need to decide which of those two options are most attractive to you. Remember, if it's to buy and keep, you then become a property manager or you need to get a property management company, which, plug to our company, we also have a property management company called Turnkey Property Management. Um, so if you need property management services, you know we do a fabulous job on that side. Um, but that typically is a long-term investment because you're receiving rents, it's paying down the mortgage if you got a mortgage, and you're maybe making small dollars month to month in addition to paying down the mortgage. Especially what we're finding where the values or the prices of homes have gone up, it actually might take a little while before you actually start to recoup some of that money and actually make a monthly profit. But the positive thing is you're still, you're buying down and someone else is paying the mortgage. Um, And then again on the flip side, you can buy, if you find a great opportunity that you can renovate, flip and resell, that can be some quick cash. I would say the struggle with that is finding those great opportunities out there. Um, typically, going and just being very transparent, even though this is pushing business away from us as a real estate company, just trying to find those steals. Typically, they're not going to take place on MLS. So what we have access to, you know, I'm seeing people that are putting letters in the mail um, to maybe people that have are behind on their payments. You know, hey, are you looking to sell your home? Um, door knocking. I've seen that take place. Place a lot where hey this looks like this could be a great opportunity to buy to flip to resell let me door knock let me see if they're looking for some quick cash to get out of the home and make their next move so yeah things to consider is really i would say with investments is what two directions or which of the two directions most intrigues you and then from there we can give you guidance um, to make the right buy
0: I was going to say, I've been getting a lot of texts lately, Angie, of people saying, you know, hey, I'm interested in buying your home, you know, and, and just, just yep. out of nowhere, like yep. random random real estate agents or just random people. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a yeah, list somewhere, just, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're just, you know, it, you can send out 500 texts and maybe you get that one, you know, response so, that they're yep. looking for.
0: You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole.